how long gone the sun is out uh los angeles california them jeans chris black it's a it's a morning podcast since our our guest is is in the uk um how are you feeling jason have you had time to kind of get your day going get your brain firing have your um coffee with butter in it uh no bulletproof i did have coffee um i'm feeling actually pretty good i think everyone has sort of been like sick like just just kind of like sick for the last two months you know mm-hmm. and i think i'm starting to come out of that a little bit mm-hmm. uh i did uh pour up a nice cup full of broth just a second ago to warm my spirits <laughs> okay so i i yesterday um on a on a how long gone off day uh because we love the medium so much we did get together to record an episode of our, our friend Pia's podcast, Everything is the Best, uh, which which airs over at the um, pay-to-play Dear Media Network. And um, we did this in, 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 our, in our normal spot at Jason's house, and I walked in, and it just, the, the smell of broth, of stock, of, mm-hmm. dead, chi- of dead chicken. Carcass. Um, it hit me. It hit me like a wall of fucking bricks. I got to tell you what. And it was... Um, it, the the pack was distractingly loud. I would say, is that how you would just? Were you adding? Are there is there additional fragrant ingredients that I'm maybe not aware of that we're adding? There to this? there are a lot of aromatics in play, of course. Okay, but okay. nothing nothing too <laughs> abnormal. The way I the way I like to make my okay. stock, it's just okay. the standard stuff: celery, carrots, garlic, onion. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe a bay leaf. Mm-hmm. A little some peppercorns, things like that. Uh, a Parmesan cheese rind is another popular one to add some, oh, some richness oh. and body to it. But a lot of a lot of people will add other things that make it a little too powerful, in my opinion, like ginger and lemongrass and things like that. And it can make you know it, it's just too strong. So I like to add. Okay. I, I make a, a, a simple. I have a simple plan with my broth and I stick to it. And then if I want to make it funky, I'll do that in post. So the broth is done. Okay. Then I sure, can add yeah. whatever, you know. Okay. Things that that uh, that Renee Redzepi has been working on that show up on my doorstep. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Add some fermented reindeer penis or whatever <laughs> to add an extra flair. Whichever one of his interns spent four months how to uh, learning how to pickle reindeer penis only for an unpaid opportunity. Uh, it's, it's a lot of exposure to pickling. Um, <laughs> but I I walked in and I of course complained about the smell and Jason was like. Watch this. When Pia walks in, she's going to say how great this smells. Mm -hmm. And that is exactly what happened. And then she was asking about your broth. And then, unfortunately for me, you did take the the lid off. And then the smell got even more fragrant. And that's when I had to leave because I I started to feel a little nauseous. bro, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I mean, it really is a tale of of two podcasters, a tale of two creators. Broth is a very divisive... (laughs) fluid isn't it it's it's been that no no it is and, and now that the the sun's out even though it's a, there's a little chill in the air it's going to be 70 degrees today in la i hope that the bro oh. i hope that that stock has simmered enough that you can put it in storage in one of your little plastic cups in the refrigerator <laughs> and that's that smell is hidden because i also feel like and i don't mean to um have sympathy for animals but it seems like <laughs> that maybe that smell being so fragrant and delicious uh for carnivores that could make those doggos a little crazy. You oh, ever they, thought about yeah, that? No, no, I'm, I'm aware of it. They go hog wild at the smell of uh, boiling bones. They <laughs> okay. love bones. But yeah, they, they, it's it's basically Bonnaroo for them every time I boil up okay. a new pot. <laughs> okay, this is, this, is a, <laughs> this, is a Kendrick, this is a Kendrick Lamar headlining set at Bonnaroo level of excitement for, uh-huh. for Margot and Bean. I, I wanted to also discuss a tweet I saw this morning. Mm-hmm. And I, this feels like something that could be made up. I find it linguistically fascinating that even in the Zoom era, we still call the networking meetings where you're getting to know someone digital coffees, even though we both are literally sitting in our homes without coffee. And I wanted to ask you, Jason. Never heard it called digital coffee before. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I just I just wanted to make sure that this lie uh, is, un, is, is uh, called out here because I don't think that it, it feel digital coffee does feel like something that could be floating around the LinkedIn universe. 
I'm not going to put it. I'm not going to say it doesn't exist. I am going to say that I haven't heard it. It's one of my favorite burial songs. Okay. uh, Digital coffee. I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Okay. So this is, (laughs) this is ripped from the white label 12 inch. Mm -hmm. That doesn't seem like a term that anyone has, you know, I just feel like that's something you and I would have come across at this point. At the very least, we would have mocked it, satirized it, or made fun of it because it's such a funny thing to say. Yeah. I mean, those are people who are tweeting in their own little silo. And if you are the type of person where somebody sends you a Slack message or whatever, a signal saying we should get a digital coffee sometime, those people do exist in the world. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we just don't have to interact with them. It's it's crazy because I feel like we do. Um, and we know a lot of founders. Yeah. No, don't, get, don't get it twisted. We know a lot of founders. Yeah. I just feel like we interact with the best and the worst. You know, mm. but this this particular type of worst, I, I do think um, exists outside of our purview, and that's a blessing for us. Yeah, it's 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 not like when somebody tweets about how their uh, nine month old made a comment about Nancy Pelosi or whatever it is, <laughs> where you're like, okay, you, I don't think your uh, your infant wrote that tweet or said that to you over your morning coffee. I think you may have written that yourself. Um, I think that digital coffee really does exist, and people do say those words. But like I said, I'll be uh, I'll be thanking Allah this afternoon, uh, sharing my gratitude for not having to hear those with my own words, it was just, my own ears. Yeah, it was just one of those things that I was I was surprised by. But I, I also wanted to talk about I w- I went through something yesterday um, that, as you know, was kind of hard for me, and I shared it with you personally. But I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be kind of important to share it with the audience as well. It's cool that you're brave enough. I mean, I don't like to backslide, you know, in my life. I kind of always like to keep a forward momentum, as you know. Um, And due to some circumstances outside of my control, um, I did. um, Oh, man, I had to. um, (laughs) I had to. I I had to rejoin Equinox. (laughs) When you say had to, was it a gun? Was it a knife? How did the whole thing go down? It's just sometimes i i i think about economics and i shrug them off and i spend based on my heart and i mm. but in this in this case this is actually a decision I spend with my heart vote with my dollar exactly this is actually a, a, a this is actually an instance where this will benefit my wallet save me money versus doing berries seven times a week but mm-hmm. um it's more about um my programming and I don't, I cannot get thrown off of the run I'm on right now. Um, no pun intended with what Hunter and I've been working on. So instead of throwing caution to the wind and spending a fortune on berries daily, I've decided to make a adult decision, rejoin the Equinox family and, and, um, follow a program. The Hunter is mm. going to write for me. Hey man. So we're all kind of going through it and you're no, uh, <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm and not, you're a, no different. The way that they've banned gas ovens in New York <laughs> and what that's doing to you and Allison Roman, think about what I'm going, you know, I want you to see me suffering as well. Yeah. Cause people think, people think it's so easy, you know, it's no big deal. Life is good. You podcast, ha ha ha. <laughs> but there are, there are struggles and things that go with this and having to re-download the Equinox app and start from scratch, oh. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. So you had to see some of the worst text one could read <laughs> on their uh, mobile device, which is member since 2023. Oh. That is exactly, yes, exactly. That oh. is exactly what hit, yeah, it hits so, so far below the belt, but I'm looking at this as a mature decision, and I kind of think that sharing this with not only you but but our our, our listeners um, who who we love and respect, I, I'm sure I'll receive a lot of support from the community um, in this in this trying time. Hopefully, and, Dasha has reached out as a fellow Equinox sympathizer. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. Uh, but the but the um, you know I know they have the equipment I need to continue to see the gains that I'm looking for in 2023, and that has to be my north star. Sorry to cut you off. Does this mean now that you might take advantage of some of their other amenities, um, you know, i.e. a sauna, perhaps? <laughs> so you're asking if I'm going to get jerked off by men in the sauna, <laughs> and right now the answer is no. But I mean, anything's possible. I mean, I don't know how it's going to go. It's going to throw me into such a warp. Being in that environment, smelling the eucalyptus, um, 
you know, seeing the finance guys, you know, it's going to be, it's really going it, to, it's such a New York experience at Equinox. I can't, mm-hmm. um, I can't say. Um, also, before we bring our guests on, I wanted to say that we, we appeared on another podcast. I think we talked about it, but um, straight, Stratio Lab, Stratio Lab. Yes. Um, where it's basically the gay versions of us or we're the straight versions of them, whatever it may be. But we appeared on there a few days ago and you guys should go listen to it. It's a funny episode, but the uh the theme of that was loosely was home improvement you pick a subject that straight people that's right are very in tune with no tim allen this is the act of this is the actual yeah yeah. we're not talking about the beloved sitcom from the 90s uh and and the theme was home improvement and then you know i just recently saw the paris review has a new segment on their publication about home improvements and I'm really wondering, you know, how much further will the lines be drawn? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm sorry, how much further will the lines be blurred between, you know, top literary media mm-hmm. and then, you know, my blue collar life and it's, influence on the rest of the is, world? I, I, it, again, I who knows? I mean, it's it, the Paris Review will never want me to write for them, but they will pluck uh-huh. my ideas. Yeah. And use them for whatever evil that they're doing over there. No, it's it's true. It's it's like uh, they're mining you for for content. There's obviously no uh, financial retribution to be paid. It's exploitation, is what it is. As we say in my world, in the hip hop community, uh, TJ makes Paris Review takes. You know, and that's <laughs> that's right. That's on God. We do have a guest today. Uh, we're going all the way to London, but but uh, she she hails from Italy. Our name is Sofia Prantera. Bravo. Um, she is uh, an Italian designer. She had a brand called uh, Silas that I remember pretty well. Is it Silas or Silas? I think it's Silas. I don't know. We're going to find okay, out. I've never heard that. it said. Uh, but yeah, she also helms now Aries, which you, I'm sure you've seen. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna chat with her about. I mean, you know, look, she was at Central Saint Martin's in in the 90s, so I can only imagine mm-hmm. uh, the shit that she has has seen and done. Um, and I, you know, I love talking to an OG. Jason. Yeah, and we're both fans of of Aries as well. You know, there's in in a world of streetwear where it's almost 99 percent horse shit uh they're one of they're one of the uh, the streetwear brands that is actually cool and interesting That's and true. doing fun stuff a lot of unisex styles blurring the lines between masculinity and streetwear and i'm excited to find out you know who some of chris's favorite hotties are who yeah, have okay. been spotted in some no problemo sweatsuits okay yeah we could we could definitely figure that out all right let's uh let's chat with sophia Honestly, Sophia, yeah, this is I'm I'm really happy that worked out because we've done shit like that countless times and it does not work out often. <laughs> I, I would say more often than not. The difference is we're doing it with like a professional musician who should know better but somehow can't use AirPods. <laughs> so with a really bad fashion designer who worked out very well. I hope you can just say it like to the musician next time and just say, actually, that was like a fashion designer did it very quickly we had this really <laughs> bad fashion designer do it in five seconds so you have no excuse <laughs> like a literally worst fashion designer ever did it very quickly <laughs> yeah that's we'll make sure to we'll make sure to lay that out for them are you um are you in london are you in italy where are I'm you i'm in london yeah i'm in my house in london so you have a you, you said this is the garden what, what were you calling this room that you're in sunroom well, so this is the go- the garden room we don't know because basically in lockdown i know you guys started in lockdown in lockdown we um so can you get my dog is it better if the dog gets out? no no it's fine oh, no, 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 no. okay your dog's he's, fine yeah he's fighting uh, a toy at the moment uh so in lockdown with i have two kids uh, and a dog and i think we we're really tight so we my husband built this room in the garden i think you can see it you might be able to see the house the oh wow side. okay so yeah. this is an adu this is yeah, in, in california we call these an adu an additional dwelling unit uh, it's an additional dwe- dwelling unit <laughs> could we uh sophia could we see the the permits that you pulled for that just to make sure it's all <laughs> I, on the up and up i did i did i got a permit <laughs> oh wow okay <laughs> wow that's that's even more impressive. Yeah, they knew that people would ask for it in lockdown to try and find somewhere to work. <laughs> and because my my son does music, it's soundproof, so it's actually really good. I was gonna I was gonna say it looks it looks it looks soundproof. Yeah, what it's kind soundproof. of music is it, it, 
is your son making? He well, he keeps it quite secret, <laughs> but um, <laughs> he's into I guess grime and rap and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> How old is he? He's he was nineteen last week. So. Okay, so he's nineteen. So yeah, and he doesn't really use it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, so he's a nineteen-year-old. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's nineteen. His parents are are cool. Like you know, he's been he's been raised by cool parents. And he's like making beats, is what you're saying. Yeah, he makes beats exactly. Well, he doesn't think that you're cool, but the world, yeah. the world does. And he doesn't think his parents are cool at all. Like, he wasn't 19 in lockdown; he was more like 16, I guess. Um, yeah, that's beats, and he actually does a lot of music for us too. But bigger actually, then. You're saying he, you force him, you force him under duress to make music for Aries when you need it. <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You're like, all right, uh, we got a new, we got to make a new tick talk so can you give me a beat sonny boy exactly but it's really difficult with music because you have to have rights to music which you know yeah. I, I think at the beginning when you start a brand you can get away with just ripping anything off but then you get to a point where people just start getting pissed off so i think the music thing is the hardest because visually we can do anything but actually music wise i i don't really know how to do it and obviously it's a throwing logic so mm-hmm. um it, you know and kids can do it like literally two minutes what i think would take probably seven hours takes two minutes uh so yeah so i force him and your dress okay that's good so it's it's kind of like if you don't give me this beat by noon maybe there's not going to be any food on the table you tonight. don't get any food uh, okay yeah exactly no lunch for you. <laughs> so do um do his friends ever hit him up to get free clothes from you guys oh my god they all model for us that's kind of like it's gone from like being i think my career has gone from being my friends to you know younger friends and then now it's like <laughs> my kids and my kids friends and yes i think we have them around all the time uh we're quite an easy household with lots of people hanging out that's great um, yeah that's yeah, very that's fun. very cool so since all all of your friends are are, are grandpas and grannies now so it's not yeah. a great <laughs> demographic it for your street yeah, it doesn't look quite no. the same <laughs> although you know i get told off all the time it's just saying you should just like you should have more like older women in your lookbooks but yeah no it's easier to use the kids but we had a we had a party the other day. We had like a, we we have these like quite amazing parties in London, and we have like a really amazing like breath of ages. Like breath, did you say breath? Oh, sorry, I'm Italian by the way. So if my English sounds a bit weird <laughs> at times it's because of that. I'm sorry. Right, so you said you're on Valium, so it might fuck up your English. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I I said I'm Italian. Oh. <laughs> my bad. I literally I, th- I literally thought you're like. Sorry, I'm on Valium. It might fuck up my English. And I was like, damn, okay. Go off, Sophia. Damn. It's not, it's a, yeah, I just took some Valium, so my English must be slightly slurred. No, I'm Italian. I don't know if you know I'm Italian. No, we, I'm Italian. Yeah, of, course, Half Italian. of course. We know you're Italian. Yeah, okay. We can read. So my English sometimes is not up to up to scratch. It's okay. Uh, but anyway, okay. yeah, we don't do tend to have these parties that you know that sort of have everyone the age like the the variety of ages is very very um yeah it's like they're like weddings mm-hmm. <laughs> runs the gamut but they're really fun that we we are known in London for having the best parties oh wow okay so, so, and I think okay. now it's like yeah okay you know? it goes Sophia and then fabric is is as far as parties yeah. go yeah <laughs> yeah exactly I didn't know I didn't know that so <laughs> Fabric doesn't give you free drinks, though. Yeah, that's a good point. So, if, if, all right. So, if Jason and I, if Jason and I were lucky enough to get invited yeah. to one of the parties at your household, no, not in my house. No, that's you do it at a club or an art gallery or something. Yeah. No, we like like organize events for Aries, so it's not it's not um, not my own parties. No. O2 Arena or something like that. Some of the local venues. Yeah, more like. Um, like art galleries or like mm-hmm. yeah event spaces we're about to open a store so it's going to be there next time I think. yeah that's why i i want an event space so i can throw parties and not have to worry about my personal belongings you know getting damaged yeah that's it, it's good yeah J- jason's a pretty big party <laughs> animal and sometimes he's, he gets a little wild <laughs> Um, yeah, so you gotta watch it. Yeah, if if I go into your medicine cabinet, you know, good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the Valium is gonna be <laughs> gone. You'll have to call. That. You'll have to call your pharmacist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And get a re. You have to call your your local boots. Sorry, and get I mean a you'll have to call. You'll have to ring the chemist if I come around <laughs> the flat. And you don't want your teenage children to go into your medicine cabinets. That's not good. No, yeah, exactly. Well, you you were mentioning that your parties 
run the gamut in terms of diversity of age diversity in general i think diversity in general diversity in general yeah yeah well you i mean and 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 you and and your brands that you've worked with over the years have always been you know very kind of unisex a lot of you know clothing can be for male and female and yeah it's kind of a genderless thing do you think are, are old people the next step on that journey? Oh, we already, my parents were the Aries head to toe. They're actually here visiting me at the moment and they literally come down in like Aries head to toe and they're like pushing 80. So, well, if it's one thing Italians like, it's free streetwear. Yeah, yeah Italian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah actually Sophia why we have you can you explain because we, we talked about this we talked about this a lot because Jason and I um, love to complain about going to Italy yeah and um, when we're in Italy why do you see like an 80 year old man wearing like bootleg Pyrex like what part of the Italian <laughs> like what what why what is and you're laughing because you've seen it with your own eyes yeah why why does it I know <laughs> like you're yeah I didn't realize it was bootleg. It's an Italian brand. I thought it was an Italian brand, and they didn't really. Well, it's not even a real either. brand. No, it's no, it is a real. Well, no, it was. It was a real brand, but like I'm saying, okay, well let's let's use a different example. Yeah. Your dad pulls up in the off-white sweatsuit, and you're kind of like, "What the fuck, dad? Like, why does that happen? Why does that happen in Italy and not in anywhere else in the world?" And and I th- I'd like to think that that the the grandparents or the nonas who are wearing hair and Preston. <laughs> Bomber jackets are just like what? This My is, <laughs> they're like I'm just. This is a shirt. I'm I'm just wearing clothes. What are you talking about? Like I don't even understand. They take they take they cut the obvious brand, you know. Oh, they debadge. Yeah, they debadge. <laughs> I love the I love the idea of walking into your your Nona's house and she's got uh, all the pots are on and she's she's got the hair and Preston sweatsuit on just just getting getting busy in the Yeezys. I have really that- cool parents. I I have to say I'm like quite proud of my parents. My mom is in there doing a podcast about vampires at the moment. She's pretty amazing. Ooh, wait, 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 what? 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 <laughs> yes. What do you mean? So. So podcasting is a family business over there right now is what it sounds like. It's a family business. Well, my first one, but not hers. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Does she <laughs> she she hosts a podcast about vampires or she's a guest? So she's she's a writer. She's writing. Okay. <laughs> she's writing about vampires and she's recording as a podcast. Wow. As what an podcast. amazing moment where you're like, oh, sorry, guys. Like, I just need an, an hour, peace and quiet. I'm going to record this podcast. And your mom's like, you? Me, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're <recording. laughs> she's trying to get my sister to do one of the voices on the as we speak. So, yeah, I mean, I have quite an eccentric family, but you know, yeah, I'm good. I can tell. I mean, no, but I yeah. think that this. We, we talk about this a lot on How Long Gone because uh, Jason and I both uh, have loving families, but they're not by uh, cool by any stretch of the of the imagination. But in some ways, I guess that's fine because they kind of let us do our thing and let our freak flags fly and we figured it out. But did your parents like... Did they let you do whatever you want, kind of, and you figure it out early, or were they, or were they trying to make you cool? Uh, no, no. So I, my mom's cool. My dad's quite straight. So I think okay. I had both the. <laughs> yeah. I had both things in my life. So my dad's a doctor. So it's quite straight. He's Italian. My mother's English, and he is, he, he you know, he's quite conventional. So I think we had both things in our lives where we, you know, we weren't pushed to be you know, to be extrovert at all, actually, the opposite. But we are, we were pushed towards the arts, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, we're also quite straight and Italian and kind of like those quite boring Italian that will wear like, uh, you know, cashmere jumper and some jeans. Mm, nothing wrong with that. Like that kind of background. Pariolini. If you know the Pariolini. The cashmere <laughs> jumper and jeans is actually my go-to look, so I can <laughs> yeah, relate on exactly. that. Mm-hmm. I can relate on that. The dog wants to come back in. Sorry. I don't know if I should. Do. <laughs> Is that really annoying if he goes in and out? No, we don't even know. We don't care. It's fine. Oh, you don't know? Okay. Is your dog? Does your dog have a cool name like Brunello? Well, my dog, my dog's gender fluid. <laughs> <laughs> he has, like, <laughs> he has a girl's name, and he's a boy. Uh, he's called Nina. Okay, sorry. I mean, I should. Uh, they, is they, they they're called Nina. No, do they have a cool yeah, name? Yeah, um, it he he's a he's a boy. I don't know how he identifies that, but he's called <laughs> Nina. But uh, <laughs> that was that was a joke from the kids again, a pandemic joke because 
Nina apparently is short for a gun, a nine millimeter gun, and they thought it'd be really fun oh. to have a Nina. Oh, a Nina okay. yeah, yeah. but he's stuck with his very silly name, which I'm sure. I mean, that, that's how all good names happen, you know. <laughs> Where our podcast is just like, yeah, let's just use that name. Until we come up with a better name, and then a year goes by, and you're like, oh, fuck. I feel like you have a very chaotic household, you know? I feel like there's a lot going on. I feel like it's... Yeah. um, Do you... Are you doing a lot of cooking? Who handles the cooking in the household? Well, I like cooking, so I do cook. But actually, less... I mean, work's really full on at the moment, so less. And then the kids, obviously, are a bit older, so they can kind of do it themselves. But like, I like cooking. I come from... Like, my Italian family is one of those families... That, you know, everyone's cooking all day, every day. And then you have lunch and, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's talking about what they're going to have for dinner. And, <laughs> uh, you know, that, like, I'm sure you've experienced Yeah, yeah. Uh, just food seems to be the only way of communicating. Yeah. I'm not I'm not really a big food guy, but I think that lunch is kind of crazy, you know, because it, it <laughs> eating lunch kind of takes the wind out of my sails. You know, I can't no no matter how many espressos I have, I can't regain the vigor after having a meal midday. Yeah. Can you give us some tips after you have a big bowl of torteloni for lunch <laughs> and you want to take a nap? But you still have to approve some run line sheets or whatever. What do you What do you do? Yeah, these tech packs aren't going to get done. You have but. to have a, <laughs> <laughs> So I tend to not have a big lunch, but when I go to work with Italians, they do have a big lunch, and the secret is that they just have a couple of hours off. Okay, so okay, so you're saying you're saying the key is to take a three hour nap and then kind of pick back yeah. up around four. You put the put your legs up on the Masoni couch, take a little nap, yeah. and then back to work you go. Even put your pajamas back on if you you know if you're in the right place. Oh, I like I, you know because my 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 dad is a big napper and he used to have a nice couch in his office and he removed the couch. Because he was like, I gotta stop napping, and then he began to just nap laying on the floor. <laughs> so it wasn't the com- the comfort wasn't even the it was just the he just could not keep his eyes open. He needed to open. nap so badly. Yeah, it just didn't have to lay on concrete. It's it's a it's dire. But I, I think once you hit a certain age, you know, the nap kind of becomes unavoidable. And it and, and it ends up hurting you. It's like when when people don't get enough sleep, it's not really helping anybody out, you know. It's also I think maybe it is of another generation. I think mm. it's like you know, I don't think it's kind of acceptable anymore. But you, people in Italy do do it, but not everyone. Mm-hmm. But um, it used to be when I was younger, it used to be a thing where you'd go and your granddad's got back in his pajamas and he's going for for sleep, and then you couldn't even like. We used to go and stay with my grandmother in the summer. And when they were having a nap, you couldn't make any noise. It was insane. And you're like, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. You know, and they had like, you know, Italian, big Italian family, lots and lots of kids. And we were all forced to go around on our tiptoes. That's, that, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty that. good. How was your summer? It was great. I had to be yeah. quiet for three hours every afternoon. It was amazing. <laughs> we did a lot of, a lot of silent raves. <laughs> yeah, silent raves. <laughs> yeah, I wish they existed that. <laughs> How often do you go back to the motherland now? At least once a year. Well, no, m- way more because I also work there. All our production oh, is there, so I and yeah. you know I'm really close to my parents, so I do try and go back at least three or four times a year, but probably more often than that. Even do they live in? Do they live in the city or? Yeah, or no? they're, so uh, they're in Rome. Okay. Oh we're wow, nice. Rome, okay. And we just did a project in Rome, so. I was able to go back a lot, which was really fun. Bravo. Yeah, we um I love Milan and I get killed for that um by uh my fellow Americans because they're like, What what is there to like about Milan? I love Milan. I knew you did, and that's why yeah. I, I, I just guessed because you're a real one. So I, yeah. I think w- uh, people are just like So Sophia, why do you think people dislike Milan? I don't know. I really like it. I, it used to be... I don't, She's like, I never heard that. Yeah, no. <laughs> it used to be more dislikable. I think new, like Milan, it used to be harder, Milan, but now it's like it's such an easy city and it's really fun. I agree. I like the sort of, yeah, I like the looseness of it, the fact that you can just go out and then you'll end up in lots of different places mm-hmm. and people are friendly. I don't know. I really enjoy it. And then I have a lot of friends there as well. I just feel like it's, it's the most comparable to new york the same reason i love london it feels like business is getting done which 
Yeah. We know, no offense to you and your people, but you guys aren't, you know, you're not really like no. business forward. No. So it's nice. No. It's nice. In Milan, it feels like people are actually going to work, you know, whereas maybe in some other yeah. places, it doesn't quite come across. No, Rome is like, it's insane. I mean, I went back, so because we did this collaboration with the Roma Football Club, I actually spent a lot of yeah. time there, which I haven't as a grown-up, let's <laughs> say. Uh, and... And I was just shocked on how actually lawless it is. <laughs> lawless meaning right. meaning it's completely lawless. You got stuck. You it's got like stuck up. Crazy. You got stuck up for your babe Rolex or lawless like. <laughs> it's more like just there's no rules. Yeah, like people mm-hmm. park everywhere. I don't know. It's just mental. And we went to the seaside a lot, which I've never done before. I don't know if you ever go to Rome. It's incredible. Yeah, it's a lot more. Um, yeah. The unstru- unstructured. The the city polices yeah, itself, or, not. or or the Vatican polices the city. I guess. <laughs> or the Vatican, yeah. from the world. The Vatican's kind of the omniscient, all-knowing being. I think that's higher than the police. Oh, yeah, for at sure. That, at the that Vatican point. City sixth rental car. That's my favorite location, probably. <laughs> Yeah, Jason's had some Actually, great no. times in in Rome. It's not a thing. <laughs> it's not a thing. Oh well, I'm I'm getting married in Italy this summer, and oh my god, my, my fiance fiance made me reserve the rental car. You know, like eleven months in advance. So. It's, <laughs> It's already been. And don't worry, out don't, and Sophia. Don't there's a spreadsheet. Don't worry, Sophia. Don't worry. Don't worry. Neither Jason or his fiance are Italian or have any ties to Italy. They're just they just, just really what, like it. What you doing in Rome? You getting married in Rome? No, we're we're no. getting married in, in Tuscany, but we're gonna we're gonna kind of have a, a honeymoon where we drive all over. We go to Rome. We go to Bologna. We go to Lake Como. Nice. Know, we're probably gonna and we go to we end up in Milan and then fly home. From, yeah, don't don't there. drive in Rome. Whatever you do. <laughs> no, 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 no. Naples. it's bad. Even though. he's a great driver. He's a great driver, but even I wouldn't advise yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, I drove a lot in in Rome, and I kind of you get used to it after a while. But at first, I don't know. I I get excited driving in a city that's terrible to drive in. Like I love driving in San Francisco. There's it's just you you have to be an offensive driver or else yeah i think you it's have not to like, work out. like especially if you're in like uh, i drive in england a lot and then when i go to italy you kind of have to change your mindset oh yeah it's like i'm gonna be mm-hmm. i'm gonna be really really horrible to everyone because otherwise <laughs> yeah like when my husband drives he, we're all like stuck in some like you know in an in an exit thing for like an hour because he's too polite to, to yeah you can't do that you know but also like in america <laughs> no. In, I live in Los Angeles, and if you drive around and somebody cuts you off and you give them the finger, there's a 50% chance you're going to die. But in, in <laughs> yeah, Italy, yeah. in Italy, like you'll cut somebody off, and a 90 year old grandma is doing the hands, like, you do fucking, you know, like, you just, it's just a part of the life and the culture, and nobody's going to kill anyone. I think it's, you know, you, it's really strange because we work in, with Italy a lot, and obviously my team, there is a few Italians, but we're in London. And you know, only the Italians can deal with the Italian factories, for example. They just, yeah. there's a, mm, such mm-hmm. a like high level of misunderstanding going on because <laughs> English people have got one way of thinking well and Italian. And it's really hard. Sometimes I'm like, you guys have to put this into context. You have to understand what's going on there. And, you know, and it's like, there's such different mentalities. And someone was telling me the other day that there's this, this woman that they know that does courses british fashion companies on how to work in italy wow and you know, instead of like learning italian you have to you go and learn how to work with italians i would really i would, That's I, would yes. I would much rather hire a couple of italians than take a class to learn how to deal with italians that's crazy <laughs> but it, it gets so often like and it's not translation like direct translation it's lost in kind of um ideas because we have such different mindsets yeah like but, like um, the, like you know, tr- um, like translating what you actually want to be made what you actually yeah yeah <laughs> and the fact that they're not being rude to you how to tell an italian person who's been doing this job for 50 years that like they did it wrong and they have to change it <laughs> yes. and they're, 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 they're if you an english person says that and they just go no and then it's over and then you're like fuck what do i do what do i do we we spent a lot of money on these samples what do we do i i uh shoe is shoe i i don't fix <laughs> no no uh that that is um so okay if you're italian yeah. and you live in london yeah where do you go for holiday don't tell me spain ah uh, yes 
I do. What's wrong with Spain, Chris? I'm joking. I'm joking. I just the British are known for taking over Spain with their pasty, yeah. their pasty skin. Yeah. So I, I, I haven't got pasty skin. That's <laughs> good. Um, I go usually. I'll Bravo. fly to Italy and then I fly to Spain <laughs> because. Um, Italy, I can, you know, I, I love Italy. It's amazing, but in small doses. So it's e- so you're saying it's easier to smuggle drugs in from Italy into Spain versus going straight mm-hmm. from the other way around. Got exactly. it. Okay, um, that does no, make I'm sense. I'm not sure. No, no, I think it's probably better the other way. Around. <laughs> okay. Yeah, actually, <laughs> no, you're right. You're myself, right. But just thinking about it, I think you you'll get less. Yeah, you'll get through the um, Italian uh, borders much easier. I would have thought. So when uh, like when you were in London, like. In the '90s, in that world, you know, big rave culture yeah. and everything like that. Were you also running off to Ibiza back then? Yeah, and I still do. Oh, <laughs> let's go! I, I love going to Ibiza. <laughs> yeah. Um, do we bring the kids for that trip or not so much? Yeah, so we all go now. Damn. <laughs> What's the point of going to Ibiza with your children? She's like, someone's got to drive. Yeah. So we, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> this motherfucker. You're like, all right, John Carlo, you know how to drive a stick. You're like, this motherfucker's making beats. He's driving me around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just park it up front. We'll be a while. Yeah. Do you guys go to the rave together? No, I don't really like going out anymore unless like unless I have to. Yeah. All right, but in uh, your no, in your friends. in your heyday though, what are we looking at? Five nights a week? No, I mean I did. Yeah, when I was super young though, I okay, like okay. I already had it out of my system by the time I was like twenty four. Okay, so but like back then you were in you were like in Madchester like acid house like yeah. raving kind of world. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah. I mean you it's yeah. it's going to be out of your system because that's kind of like where do you go from there? That's the peak. Yeah. 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 We'd already got so I got my first job when I was like twenty two, I think, and by then I. Already, I'm quite a workaholic, so by then I've already kind of okay. um, stopped going out. I, I mean, I'd go out, but it'd be more like skate things and like you know, people's parties. You were, you were and, focusing on the bag at an early age, yeah. My raving was then, yeah, very, very young 15, 19. <laughs> and now you only rave if it's a write off, a tax write off, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can we expense this, Molly? Can we? <laughs> <laughs> this is work related so just 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 put it in that category in the spreadsheet please in england you can't expense entertainment that's really what? bad you can you can in england you can't no what entertainment is not expensive that's bollocks no. well i mean it's expensive it's not tax deductible all you guys do is fucking drink how is that possible i know well that's why if it was deductible then the the government would be bankrupt yeah they're just like i'm not yeah when we're not dealing with that yeah it's if they have to write off every pint yeah the city's gonna crumble yeah it's only substance (laughs) and you can't argue that you can drink all the time i actually don't drink that much okay i'm not i didn't i didn't get that british voice that's a very British thing that us Italian do less. What um what are some of the British pastimes, behaviors, activities that you have adopted into your life though? Uh yeah, I mean going to the pub a little bit because you have to. <laughs> Is that what your son tells you? Mom, I have to. Look, I don't even want to go. Yeah. I, I have to. <laughs> I have to. I spent three like Three years at St. Martin's without realizing that people were actually going to the pub at the end of the day. I, I you mean, you mean everybody would like go home. after class to the pub and you just, because you were Italian? They kept forgetting to invite you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know it was going on. I was going to raves at that point, so maybe that's that was what it was. Okay. Do you, still, do you still listen to electronic dance music from time to time, or have you kind of calmed down on that? Uh, I do, but um, we're more like a sort of, Punk family, I think. You know. Okay, now we're talking. Yeah. Now we're cooking with gas. Yeah, we li- we listen to a lot of American punk as a family. <laughs> that's that's I think. And actually, mm. I okay. do think that one of you is into American punk. Was that? We, no, no, we, we I, both I are. That. You both are. Okay. I mean, Jason's more into. Well, actually, no. Jason's really well rounded. I'm less well rounded um, because I don't like uh, electronic music at all, really. Yeah. Um, but 
when you say American punk, do you mean from the heyday or do you mean yeah, current? heyday? Yeah. Okay. So okay. my my husband's uh, uh, you know skater. He lived in uh, San Diego for a while, and that's like from that. Oh, time. so he was a re- he was a proper pro yeah, skateboarder. Yeah. And okay. we grew the kids up on the sound on the sound of uh, hardcore. Wow. <laughs> Which is possibly why they're so dysfunctional. <laughs> yeah, what the who fuck? are who are some of these bands that you're talking who are some of these hardcore bands you're talking about? Oh, well, I think in the car we would play something like The Descendants. Mm, okay. Okay. I don't know, Black Flag. Wow. Circle Jack. Uh, Fugazi, Damn. Wow, so that's a true. All right, so you got two kids in the back of the Range Rover and they're listening to fucking Black Flag. Yeah, this is great. Yeah, screaming, Dad, please. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I wanted to talk about um sweat sweatpants. Yeah, and sweatshirts. Yeah, your uh, no problemo sweats have kind of become infamous. A lot of people have worn them. Over the last few years, you know, cool people, celebs, all the, all that stuff. Who has been the one person where you you open up your Instagram and you see somebody wearing a no problemo sweatshirt where you where you cringed and thought like, oh, what have I done? Oh, cringed! I thought you were gonna say who like who? What was the like hey moment? Because that would have been Charlie's Theron. Oh, that's pretty. That's okay. We well, like that. We can start with a hey moment. Yeah. So shoot the a uh, cringe moment. Like a Pete Davidson or something, where you're like, oh god, we gotta change Pete things Davidson. up. <laughs> oh really? I love Pete Davidson. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love him too. What much. exactly do you love about him? I don't know. <laughs> I just kind of like him. <laughs> <laughs> Is it, are are you attracted? <laughs> like, do you like his looks? Um, I don't know. I just kind of like him. Why do Why do we feel like your parents right <laughs> <Yeah>. now, Sophia? <laughs> <laughs> You're so, I, I don't know. I just do. Like I don't know, Sophia. I just don't understand what you see in this boy. So what you say? I don't know. No, I kind of like him, but then I'm not American, so I don't know. I've kind of like. I was quite funny when he split up with um, uh, what's her name? <laughs> Kim Kardashian. <laughs> with Kim. With Kim. <laughs> um, I quite liked his statement. I don't know. I just think he's quite funny. He seems like a kind of like a nice person, isn't okay. he? Not? No. So you, so you understand what all these people see in him, is what you're saying? It, yeah, maybe. I don't know if I've like um, looked into him that deeply. Sure. <laughs> let's ask. Let's sure. ask a harder. Let's ask a little bit of a, a harder question, Sophia. Yeah. Your your daughter brings home Pete Davidson. Says, "Mom, this is my new boyfriend." Yeah. Where? How's that going to go? She's too young, so you'd be a bit pedo. Okay. <laughs> okay. I wasn't. I didn't. Sure. Mean, yeah, I meant metaphorical daughter. It doesn't need to be. Is I he, wasn't. Okay, my metaphorical daughter. No, I'll be fine. Yeah, cool. Be fine. <laughs> cool. Fine. Cool. I'm fine. Not- I'm not very judgmental personally. I have to say that's one thing that's quite good about me. I'm not judgmental. Yeah. So even in terms of like who I've seen and then cringe, don't really. You're fine. Think well, j- well, so it's like it's tough. I mean, you know, it's 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 lying in your pockets. You know, so the bigger yeah, the. Mean, did Charlize? There is a, do you think she bought them? I don't. I didn't come from us, but I doubt her. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was quite funny because she put it up on. It was when she did the film with Nicole Kidman, and um, um, it's the film about the three. Uh, I can't remember. Oh anyway. yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah 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 yeah. It was um. <laughs> it was about like Fox News. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah. And she wore it in the pictures, and then Nicole Kidman reposted it, and it was called Bombshell. Yeah, Bombshell. Bomb- yeah, bomb. Yeah. And people were commenting underneath, and there was all these Italian people commenting that it was spelled wrong, which was quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> they said, "You don't say no problem, you say problema." <laughs> and then, like people commenting again, saying it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now that is that that is the most infamous. That's the product. Is that something that I, I would love to understand where that came from? Uh, no, it's from uh, Terminator. <laughs> um, oh, I thought okay, uh, sure. I thought I was gonna okay. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I thought it might be a little more heady than that, but I'm. Kind of no, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Terminator Two, Terminator Due, Terminator Due. I think he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I think he's when he's nice, so it's Terminator Two. Yeah, yeah. And he just goes, no problemo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. that that's great. I guess inspiration can really come from anywhere, you know. I don't know about the the White Lotus thing. I felt slightly oh, that's right. kind of 
you know, is this good? Is this not good? Because the, um, the continuous picking up on her wardrobe. Yeah. Like, you know, there was so many articles on who she was, why was she wearing. So you're, you're talking about the, um, the girl that was Jennifer Coolidge's assistant, like the young blonde girl. Portia, yeah. Yeah. She wears it. So that, so that's a, that's a great example of a, a possibly cringe moment where you're like, Oh, maybe this is not a great look for us because everyone was dissecting how awful her outfits were. And then she yeah, shows up wearing it. Exactly. And then there was all the things of like who who picked her outfit. And she was wearing a lot of like similar brands. So in a way we weren't alone. But that is mm -hmm. quite you know, and but I think when you have a brand you're forever fighting between, you know, wanting to remain cool mm -hmm. or, you know, and and then really wanting to build an empire. You know, um, the reality is that they That's can't, the biggest challenge ever. Yeah, they can't really coexist or not for everyone. Do you know what I mean? It's like, no. You, you can, uh, is, is there like a ceiling in terms of how large you want to scale the brand where you'll stop there before it becomes so uncool that you don't love it anymore? Or, or are you just kind of, we hope to get there? It's difficult because I think it kind of has its own momentum. So you, you know, you think you can control it, but you can't, you know, it's, uh, it's its own thing. It's already its own thing and it's still quite small. Well, you could be like Burberry and just burn all your extra stock. So poor people can't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> there are ways to do it, no, but, but they're I mean, not very, <laughs> there are ways we can, we can talk off. We can talk off Mike. If you need to, unload they're, not the stuff, only ones. they're not the only ones. Yeah. They're not the only <laughs> ones. No, they're not. Wait, is that you admitting that, you guys do it too? Is no. that what you're saying in so many words? <laughs> We're way too small to even, even have enough to burn, to be honest. You're like, the only time we burn our clothes is to keep warm? <laughs> to keep warm when we can't pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that like, we say this all the time with, with podcasting, or with music or with, with fashion, whatever it is. You like, you really think you can can choose your audience, but you can't. No. Once you put something out, out into the world, it's not up to you anymore. And I, I, I think that that is um, something that takes some coming to terms with. Yeah, it's really hard. And I think, you know, a lot of people don't talk about how brands grow and, you know, how this outcome that happens. But a lot of the brands that, you know, around us grow through investment. Mm -hmm. We we don't. We're growing organically. So, you know, the the the, the reality is that this sort of monster <laughs> grows and, you know, an organic, organic growth is even harder to, to, con to contain in a way. Yeah, no, for sure. For you sure. know, and I think you can, you can't plan it, you know, and you might, and also you have to, because you're growing organically, you have to follow the money to a certain extent because you, you, you're investing your money into your, your growth. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and this becomes, you know, it's a little bit, you know, like technical, but in a way, if you have an investment, you can kind of, you know, sort of choose what works for you and kind of push that. Well, I think when you grow organically, you have to go with what's selling to then be able to to grow. And, you know, and you have a different kind of freedom because you don't have investors, you don't have mm -hmm. anyone telling you what to do. But the reality is you also, you know, your market is dictated by you, by, by people buying it. And if something's selling, you're like, you know, do I really stop this when it's <laughs> allowing me to employ all these people and to do all these other things that I enjoy doing? And, you know, so it's a, it's, it's a difficult thing. Yeah. But when you, when you do it organically, that's where you get true respect from other people versus LVMH dropping off. Hey, don't, hey, don't, hey, don't, hey, look, uh, 50, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we'll take, we'll take it. I speak it for out. Sophia when I say we'll take it. I'll say we'll take it. <laughs> but it, but you, you, you get the benefit of having uh, an infinitely long runway where you can take risks and make more mistakes and still be able to pay your employees yeah, versus, you know, in your situation. Um, you know, I think, I, I, I think about it a lot because obviously we, we get approached by people who want to invest, and, you know, and think about it, you know, but I think organic growth does gives you a form of satisfaction that like someone coming in and just oh, say, yeah. yeah, that's, you know, 10 million pounds. What do you want to do with it? Because you're still not, you know, it, it's, it, it becomes even more daunting, you know, because I think like that kind of sort of straight exchange of like someone likes something that you do and they buy it. It's feel, it's very, very, humbling and kind of like you know it feels every day you're kind of growing and i think it you know for for, for a human being if 
it feels nicer, you know, it feels like you're achieving, you know, it gives you a mm-hmm. sense of achievement. Mm-hmm. De- definitely. Yeah. You don't, you don't want to go, you don't want to go mad happy route. You know what I yeah. mean? We all know, we all know what's going on over yeah, there. Yeah. And then you question <laughs> things, you know, you, you question things like with what I'm doing, is it good? You know, and if someone comes in and just gives you lots of money, you know, money that may, money laundry money, <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe it's fun, but maybe you think, you know, was that just uh, you know just someone laundering money around? Just to be clear, just to, just to be clear, we'll let you launder money through how long gone. If yeah. anybody listening, we we love we're down with white collar crime. White collar crime is good. I would totally do money laundering, but I think maybe psychologically I'd be more, I'd be more upset. I think it makes me happy doing this work. So you're gonna, but you said you're gonna open. You're opening a store soon. We're opening a store. Yeah. What's the What's the plan? Where's it gonna be? So it's in Soho and it's big, really big. And that's going to require a lot of either money laundry or prostitution <laughs> <laughs> or, or a combination. Of so what is the, what is the plan? Now, is this going to be the office and the store? Is no, it going to be, just, are you moving the whole, just the store? It's going to be a store, but it's also organized as a sort of event space, like mm-hmm. slash gallery slash um, hanging out space. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we all felt that to just open a small store was not a goal. And I think to just open something that, feels like more community-led and mm. that feels like it has a place yeah you kind of you kind of have to yeah i just think it's there's a thing though in today's age that i feel like having a store really just legitimizes a brand no matter how much you're selling and how many great stores you're in globally etc i think having your own space especially in like a major city yeah just just like makes it feel a lot more real to even the customer yeah you know not just it, your peers you're totally right because i think you're you know you can only really have your vision within your own space and i think otherwise you're like curated all the time by someone else yeah you know? uh, yeah i guess like the as a space of your own you really get to show your customer who you are as a brand in other ways that you can't do on e-com you know the art that you hang in the walls the music that you play yeah and you you can be in control of all of that whereas you know you're the 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 essence photographer on ecom doesn't always shoot the way you want it to be but you just got to do it no it's true and i think it's you know it's super super important to do it and i think that is the way everyone's going nowadays but it's not going to be you know the easiest yeah, I think coming going forward. <laughs> no. But I'm looking, no, I mean it's a terrible idea. We signed the 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 lease on the day that the you know the September when all the markets like dropped and like the the interest rates just went through the roof and we were like, no, it's okay, you'll be fine. Doing? Fashion's not affected by that stuff, you know that. Come on, <laughs> no, exactly, not at all. You know, people still want to buy really expensive clothes. No, <laughs> when, you do make some really expensive clothes. That's that's what I like is that I can go. Well. Scroll the website. We can get the sweatpants for you know two fifty. We can get the t shirt for eighty. But you got the leather jacket. You got the you have like the real stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's more expensive, which I feel like you 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 worked up to. Yeah, I mean we we manufacture in a lot of like, you know we manufacture where all the big brands manufacture their clothes. So we have yeah. like our leather bags are made where you know all the big you know leather brands make their clothes, and we just charge comparatively a lot less. So I think. Yeah. To value that stuff and obviously we are not known for it but it does give it like i think once we're in our, our own store it gives it like an amazing framework you know to to be for people to understand that we're not just about sweatpants you know i love produ- producing clothes it's been, that's sort of my real passion has been in in the parts you know understanding the me- you know the methods of production mm-hmm. and how you produce things well and i think uh, you know that we we do that well. Yeah, the, the the other day I was checking out the leather bra. Yeah, would would you wear it? <laughs> which the leather bra I love. I don't know if it would look great on me. Um, I kind of have a. I'm pretty wide up top, so it'd be a tough. We'd have to do like a fitting. How does a leather bra work with a sweat with a sweaty tit? <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't it's think- like it looks it, it looks nice on top of, on top of a sweat. <laughs> You know who's wearing we, okay. in our new campaign? He's wearing our leather brand. Looks amazing in it. Who? Uh, Mia Khalifa. Oh, oh, okay. Wow, Mia Khalifa. Mm. Yes, yeah. S- star of stage and screen. She's amazing. I mean, I've met her. She's such a brilliant person, and she's been wearing our stuff and our photographs in the leather brand the other day, and it looked very good on her. I would hope so. 
that you could even answer. I, I might have to Google that. <laughs> yeah, I, I would hope send, so. Like, I'll if send who's... you. I'll send you a screenshot. Great. Yeah, make sure you send Jason some. He's got. He probably already has a folder of screenshots, but that we can add to it. Yeah, it's 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 funny because you type in Mia Khalifa bra, and there's just you know seventeen thousand <laughs> photos to wade through. It's gonna be. It's gonna take a while. So talk amongst yourselves. It's gonna take a while. Yeah, I don't know when this is coming out. When is this coming out? The podcast tomorrow. Oh, okay. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, but it does come out tomorrow. That's actually, I think our, I think our collaboration, the Aries, how long gone is no pressure in the no problemo font. <laughs> I just ideated that, so just we'll, we'll be in touch. And if you we'll decide to not collaborate with us, we will just do it anyway. <laughs> just want to give you a heads, exactly. just a just a gentleman's agreement, just to let you know that will happen. Yeah, we don't really. Care. I'm at that point now. We we don't we don't like collaborations. So. I just said, well, I think we should come up with it anyway, even if you guys don't like it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, strong arming. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> that enough? I love it. <laughs> I'm cooler than you. Well, speaking of collab, I love it. Speaking of collaboraciones, <laughs> yeah. who are who are some who is like? Can you name a brand that you said no to? Uh uh no, no probably not many <laughs> she's like no we've said yes to all of them i don't know what you mean no we say yes to everyone <laughs> okay no maybe just timing wise there's a few but i think you know i think any brand that's kind of big you kind of can do something with something cool with i think mm. as long as they they're prepared to take risks that's my, yeah. as long as yeah. they give you artistic yeah. i mean people are coming yeah, yeah which they don't always no do. but if people are yeah. coming to you like the new balance stuff has been such a home run like i wear those shoes still all yeah. the time the original pair the neon pair um, i love I, those I, Me too. I love those it's a great yeah. but i mean i think that that's a perfect like you know i i think that they do a lot of collaborations now half of them are bad and then you know there's five or ten a year that are really good and i think that you guys keep it funky it was fun it was really fun and I, actually with them it was quite easy i had to write a letter but it's quite easy to convince them to go eventually for the whole unbalanced team like theme which was a bit yeah, difficult yeah. Story. uh but i do find myself in collaboration writing these really long letters saying i think you it, you know it's okay to use the you know whatever like awful thing we've decided to to inflict on the collaborators <laughs> you know, if you look at it <laughs> look guys form. this is look i i know this seems crazy and ugly but we got to do it like it's good we trust me it. it's we a good it. idea like, everyone hates it but i think idea. it's going to be a good i mean I, we're in the it, it, you know we're just trying to convince this company that putting pills all over the all over the <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. pills <laughs> yeah like 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 a, 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 you're creating a, a pattern that's pills or you're or, or... <laughs> a pattern of pills okay. i think that's a great idea graham parsons style that was kind of my idea <laughs> sophia speaking of pills sometimes on our podcast we will ask a guest if they're fun cool <laughs> and up for a laugh like you are yeah uh what what their top three of all time favorite prescription pills are oh my god <laughs> well i have to say that at the top they're all the are they called the pans what are the, the pans, pans? The pans. I don't, we don't know what that means <laughs> like there's a pan and oh, oh the pans. <laughs> <laughs> and there's lots of so pans if, if, it, if it ends with pan if it ends with pan it's great <laughs> that's a yeah. good okay that's a great takeaway from this episode three drops of a pan is like you know and no jet lag okay this is <laughs> my dad's a doctor so we got quite pure pans yeah, okay so you have a direct line that's good to know <laughs> tamazepan drazepan tamazepan drazepan okay. <laughs> all the pans the pans <laughs> yeah I like that it's like uh, it's like looking at the wine list like here's our reds here's our whites here's our pans um, <laughs> if there's anything you had a question about just let me know that's good <laughs> okay so at, at the at the top of mount uh pillmore 
pans reign supreme. Boom, well, there's pans, but they come liquid, so you it drops. So oh, okay. Works. Now you put them in your eyes or just in your mouth like normal? No, so you put like you you put like in a, a little bit of water. Oh, I see. Okay, like a tincture style. That's very popular with marijuana here in California. Tincture style, yeah. I'll do a little oil of oregano if I have a bit of a thro- oh, yeah. frog in my throat, you know, stuff like that. I actually had this terrible experience last week where I had really bad back and my friend gave me a tincture saying oh this is really great and you should put it on your back mm-hmm. directly on your back and it looked like some kind of like gloop style ointment so okay i just said that's not going to do anything i so he, he was like oh you can just take it and he gave me two tiny drops of this this ointment and i literally never been as stoned i think <laughs> it was horrific you were you that was the highest you've ever been it was the highest i've ever been it was horrible and you've been going to ibiza since the 90s yeah yeah it was horrible <laughs> like really really i had to like face the short you know like the family dinner and everything being completely <laughs> Like that, yeah, detached from reality, <laughs> and I still don't know what was in it because he just said something really magical. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I can't even imagine. Like, <laughs> I've been way too high at a at a friend's dinner or something like that, and I am just chewing my fingernails, just so stressed out. But if I'm in that situation with like my children looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god i had to i had to tell him i came out i just had to tell him i just i'm really sorry i don't know what he's giving me but this is not good i and it did it was like that situation where everything that you say sounds wrong you know like where your confidence sure. is just destroyed to like to, to nothing uh, it was so you're quite, like yeah. sorry guys i'm gonna take my dinner upstairs i'm gonna watch <laughs> love island for five yeah. hours don't talk to me yeah Mom needs some mom time. Mom needs some mom time. I'm going to go upstairs. Don't knock. I'm going to be in there. Don't leave me alone. I actually watched Bernie. Bernie Madoff. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I haven't haven't watched that yet. He's he's one of my heroes, so I need to catch up. That's one of my favorite stoner movies. If you love him, you've got to to see the documentary. Because it's uh, it's actually quite, yeah. Well, I love him. I love him partly because of... You're familiar with Belgian shoes, I'm sure. No. So Belgian shoes are kind of like a New York institution. It's like a store uptown and it, it was always like the Upper East Side, like very rich guy shoe. It's like a slipper with a tiny little bow on it. And, and there's like one place you can get the, they've been obviously like all the, I know the shoe. Yeah. yeah. So it's like that. It's but, like a velvety loafer kind of, but thing. you can get them in all kinds. You can get them in ostrich and leather and velvet. You, know, you can get everything. You get them just made. like one of your Birkin bags, Sophia. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you, they keep your size. They keep your, you know, if you really got, the the bread they keep your size on file and you order all the new materials and colors every season blah 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 so when bernie when bernie went to jail there was this famous picture of his belgian collection that was up for auction and it was you know like a hundred pairs or something crazy it was like a hundred pairs he had every color every you know so it's um I only have a couple pairs um, because I haven't stolen enough money yet. <laughs> so, Chris, what are some things about about Bernie that you like? Just the shoes, really. Okay. And the fact that he... Um, he is known as one of the most evil humans of all time. He has stolen the most money. That, uh, it's $60 billion, right? Yeah. I mean, he's... No, I think it's more that he... Um, I think it's like the whole thing is... It's awful, obviously, but the fact that people react to stealing money worse than they do like mass killings is something that's also very interesting to me as far as like our society goes. Yeah. You know, like, I yeah, I know, I know he stole money from Kevin Bacon and that does suck. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but like, we have some real atrocities going on in this world that seem that, that I would think demand a little more attention and maybe even empathy. But that's just me. And I think, you know, but he's got great shoes. If you think about it, the bank steal your money all the time. He's like, he, he was quite. If you listen to him, he's quite. I think he thought he was doing good. Yeah, no, he no, he definitely brainwashed. I mean, that's what people like that do. They've talked themselves in. Yeah. He like convinced himself that he was like doing. He was Peter Pan or something. Yeah, which is and which is definitely not the case. Yeah, but I think if you think about money, it's such a, you know, especially now with like cards and stuff, it's so like abstract that the fact that he actually wasn't mm-hmm. investing that money, but he thought he was somehow keeping it safe for people makes more sense when you hear him <laughs> interviewed you start thinking oh my god 
he actually did, you know, he was he be- believed that he was that that was the right thing to do. It's weird. Yeah, totally. No, he yeah. he was. Yeah, now he the, the question is, do you think the family knew, or do you think they didn't know? Ah, uh, I I think it's really hard. I'm only on the first. I've only watched the first episode. So I'm like looking forward to watching the other ones. The FBI is asking that same question right now, Chris. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean I, I just lived in I lived in New York when this was all happening. It was so just insane. It was yeah. just nonstop like coverage. And I I truly believe the wife didn't know. I don't know if the sons obviously the sons were involved in the business, so it's a little it's a little dicier, but like I definitely don't think the wife knew, and I think that's the most tragic part to me. A little bit is like, can you imagine living that life for 70 years and then basically being like, I have to live in a hovel in South Florida now? And I was lied to, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah no, I mean, it's terrible. Yeah, it's tra- terrible. I, I think uh, because I don't think he, in a sense, he knew, I think it wasn't until like everything, you know, like collapsed that he was sort of, and he was made to give the money back that he realized that, you know, it's a, little bit like yeah. what was it called northern rock it was like the northern rock collapse but like a million times more i mean banks were kind of doing a similar thing yeah in a way no totally yeah yeah no it's a, it's a it's a blueprint i mean there's a way that this works yeah you know? sorry no i think that he was doing two different businesses that's what comes out from the documentary he was running two different businesses so whether yeah. you know but it because he was so happy and everyone thought he was doing so well people didn't question it i don't know i mean it's weird it was the perfect crime <laughs> until it wasn't yeah it's like when we finally open our how long gone coffee shop that's cash only we're gonna have to have two separate <laughs> sets of books you know what i mean one one for us yeah. one for the irs it's gonna be a whole thing yeah. you know how it is yeah. you're a small business yeah, you owner to- sophia you know how it is yeah yeah exactly you have to yeah but i'm looking forward to seeing exactly what happened because it is quite intriguing it's a great no it's a great i mean it's it's a great, it's a great story. story it's a great story yeah um all right sophia we really thank you for joining us on how long gone today it was a pleasure thank you lovely to meet you hopefully one day meet you in real life i was going to tell you we're going to be in london at the end of the month doing a few things i'll make sure you get the invites oh my god do come, but do come and visit us visit us too we'll cover you in no problemos we can be okay per- we need the we need we, yeah we i need some i i have been eyeing some sweatpants so i'll definitely follow exactly. follow up on i'll that. take the varsity jacket but yeah thank you You've got, <laughs> you've got <laughs> thank you so much that was so much fun of course less scary <laughs> thanks <laughs> thank you later <laughs> Gonna get late